The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the ninth chapter. Jesus and the disciples went on and passed through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him. And three days after being killed, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying and were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another who was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child and put it among them. And taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. In today's gospel, Jesus is with his disciples and he's telling them again that the Son of Man is going to be killed and then will rise again. And Mark tells us they don't understand him, that they are afraid to ask what he means. Seven different times in his gospel, Mark tells us that the people around Jesus are afraid. Sometimes when they're afraid, it's because Jesus is performing miraculous acts of healing and mercy. They were afraid when he stilled the storm. They were afraid when he exercised the legion of demons. And they were afraid when he walked on water. Other times, like this one, they're afraid because they don't understand him. They were frightened by Jesus' prediction of how he would be killed and would rise again. They were frightened by his instruction describing discipleship as servant leadership, where the first will be last and the last will be first. And ultimately, they were frightened when they found the tomb empty and realized that Jesus had been speaking the truth. And their fear silenced them. They chose to live in fearful unknowing rather than ask questions of the teacher whom they had been following, the mentor who had been teaching them, the leader who had been walking faithfully before them. That is the power of fear. Fear tells us that questions aren't okay. 
Fear tells us that the people we have known and lived with, the very same people whom we love and who love us, will mock us or ridicule us. We think everyone around us knows the answers to all the hard questions, but if we could see their hearts, we'd discover that each one of us is just as afraid as the next person. But there is no reason to fear. Proverbs tells us the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord, searching every inmost part. And the psalmist says, God formed our inward parts and knit us together in our mother's wombs. There is no part of us unknown or unseen by God, not even our questions. When we denounce fear as something that separates us from knowing God and from following Jesus, then we are free to ask Jesus the questions we have been afraid to ask. Sometimes these are big questions of theodicy, wondering where God is when tragedy strikes, or why we have disasters like wildfires and typhoons and hurricanes. And sometimes there won't be satisfactory answers. But that doesn't mean we should be afraid to ask. One of the questions I carry is, why are we so good at hurting each other? I believe each one of us is created and loved by God. And God grieves our brokenness and our capacity to do real harm, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And while I hold on to God's capacity to heal us and to heal our brokenness, I still wonder, why? Often the questions that take us out of relationship with God and distract us from following Jesus are our everyday questions. They are the questions that begin with, a good Christian would know this, but this probably makes me a heretic, but God won't love me if I wonder about They are the questions that happen when faith and life collide. And it is in those very questions where we meet Jesus, who came into the world as God's own son, fully human and fully divine, and lived among us that we would know That God is a God of relationship and one with an understanding of our inmost parts and our questions. So let's ask our questions. Let's have holy conversations where we wonder what is God up to and where we name the miracles that we see happening. Let's look at what discipleship really means. 
when it means following a Messiah who died on the cross to bring us life. Let us pray. Holy God, thank you for your Son who shows us how to live fully as your children, even with our questions. Teach us to ask and to listen, to have confidence in your promises and your merciful love. By your Spirit, give us wisdom and understanding to live as your disciples. We pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.